What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The following podcast is the views of two men. Two incredibly honest, ruggedly handsome men who professionally wrestle for a living. If you disagree with the views within, that is cool. If you become an idiot, Shane will probably put you to sleep. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Gus and Gus eat the world and its money. Brought to you by our good friends at ProWrestlingTees.com, where you can get great designs from yours truly, Jay Rock Daddy, and the big homie, Shane Taylor. Whether you want to get the one-punch Shane, knockouts for everyone... Or many of Big Shane Teasy's designs, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shane Taylor. And of course, yours truly has the give up one time shirt. Popular logos on there mixed in with the Big Daddy of Destruction flavor. All of that and more at ProWrestlingTees.com slash J-Rock. J-R-O-C-C. So whether it's Big Shane Taylor or the Big Daddy of Destruction, go to ProWrestlingTees.com and pick up one of our shirts or one of the many great shirts they've got there. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shane Taylor, ProWrestlingTees.com slash JRock. Give it up one time and thank you for supporting the Gus and Gus podcast and ProWrestlingTees.com. Stay in touch with Gus and Gus on Twitter and Instagram 24-7 at Shane216 Taylor at JRock Daddy. That's J-R-O-C-C Daddy on Instagram and Twitter. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. This is the fruit of our hard work, the belief in the entrepreneurial spirit, the new American dream. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am! Gus! My uncle Gus is the uncle that liked to work the grill. As soon as he walk in the house, he's like, get away from that grill, you don't know how to start no fire. Throw the match. That's a fire, look at that! Gus! You come over and you burn down my backyard and your wife rips down the steps. Gus! Why? I work hard to get my place beautiful. I want you to put your hands together. Good. Big round of applause. Good. Mr. Randy Watson. Yes. Check the chocolate. Damn that boy can say it. He good. Good. And away we go, back at it. After a few extra days away, Gus and Gus ready to eat the world and it's money. Jack, J-Rock, Daddy, Shane Taylor on the phone line here getting ready to do the podcast. Thank you guys for being with us. However you hear us, man, each and every week, it seems like I say this, but each week, uh, more and more people join us for the ride, and uh, it's pretty cool to see those numbers rise and not only uh, see them analytically in front of us, but 
to hear people uh, reach out when you go to these shows, both in front of and behind the curtain. Uh, pretty cool, and uh, all kinds of people uh, going on the Gus and Gus ride with us. Speaking of, let's let him on the bus, Big Gus. Shane Taylor, big homie, how you doing, baby? You with me? I'm right here, baby. Thank you for letting me on the bus, but you know, these are new times and we ain't sitting in the back, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Already. No, indeed. <laughs> right up in the front and running through some walls with it. Gus, how you feeling today as we get this thing uh, running, rocking and rolling and all those good things? I'm feeling good, Gus. I'm feeling good. You know, when we say stuff... You know, people should listen. People oh, they should, should listen. You know, hang on. I know really, where you're going to go. Hey, really hold listen. on. Hold <laughs> on. We got to do some business before we get to that. I know where you're going. Hold tight, Gus. Uh, real quick, thank you guys for being with us. The usual deal. If you want to holler at us, hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram, at Shane216Taylor, at JRockDaddy, J-R-O-C-C. Again, at Shane216, the numbers 216Taylor, at JRockDaddy, J-R-O-C-C, Daddy. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can find us under our personal profiles there. Send us questions. Talk to us throughout the week and interact with us. Speaking of interaction, interact with your friends because as much as sharing the content uh, clicking the share button wherever you're at whether you're listening on TuneIn or Spreaker or iTunes or iHeartRadio or Google Play or Podbean or uh, Podgenie or any of the other dozens of places that you listen to the show and soon Spotify will be added to that anytime in the next few weeks. They all have a share button. Click that button and type a few words. Tell your friends, hey, check out Gus and Gus and, and give them a listen and that'll help go a long way. That's how these numbers keep growing and we appreciate it as you guys continue to do that. We also appreciate our good friends at Pro Wrestling Tees com as you heard at the beginning of the show Shane Taylor J Rock Daddy both have stores prowrestlingtees.com slash Shane Taylor slash J Rock J R O C C including my brand new shirt which has gone up there with the new Franklin O'Neill the artist of pro wrestling inspired cartoon and give it up one time t-shirt so go check out our stuff at prowrestlingtees.com help support the homies and help support our friends at Bob's Wrestling and Toys one of my favorite wrestling novelty nostalgia Nostalgia and resale, excuse me, easy for me to say, shops out there on the internet with their eBay resale store. You can go check them out, Bob's Wrestling and Toys on Facebook or B Wrestling Toys on Twitter, at B Wrestling Toys, our good friends there. And if you make a purchase in the comments, just mention the word Gus, let them know that you heard it here on Gus and Gus, and they'll send you 10% of your purchase cash back right there on the spot, no questions asked. You can't beat that 10% cash back, so go check them out. Bob's wrestling and toys. And now, as we get back to it, Gus is right. The old, uh, if this was in the 70s or 80s, we'd say Karnak the Great. Or if you want to go back to the 1500s, you could say Nostradamus. Or I don't know, maybe it was even later back than that. But anyways, people predicting the future. We did it twice last week. I mean, first off, as uh, Shane Taylor, by the way, I, I just want to thank the fans out there that went and wagged their finger. Gus, we were talking about this at Ring of Honor. They went and told on us to to your boy, uh, old King Mo, like we was worried about it. I'm like, man, please, I'm tagging him in all of this stuff. But man, King Mo had his mind on the money, and the money on the mind had his mind on Shane Taylor is where he should have been, way somewhere else. Fifteen seconds, Gus, your boy focused on you, and Ryan Bader put him in the dirt. Man, what's up with that? Well, 
That's that's the question that is on everybody's mind. Inquiring minds want to know. We tried to tell them, Gus, but they didn't listen. Tried to tell them. Tried to tell them, but they didn't <laughs> listen. And for people that don't know what we're talking about, Bellator one ninety nine. Uh, I want to say getting started with the heavyweight Grand Prix. Ooh. King Mo, King Muhammad Lawar was stepping into the cage with the light heavyweight champion of the world. Ryan Bader, and I tried to tell him for the few days leading up to the fight, yo, you got enough to worry about with Bader. Don't be worrying about Shane Taylor on social Gosh. media. Don't be worrying about Shane Ta- getting into Shane Taylor's matches and saving Josh Wood's ass. <laughs> Don't be worried about that. But you need you to be said worried it right about, here. You literally, you, I, and I quote. from the show last week. Ron Graham was tweeting it out, man. He he put it out here last week. You said, hey, man, you should really be focused on Ryan Bader. You shouldn't be focused on Shane Taylor, man. And then, burnt 15 seconds. Do you and know, then- I thought I thought we might be able to make an entertaining podcast if you and I just sat here for the next hour and thought of all the things that you can <laughs> and cannot get accomplished in the sum of 15 seconds. You can't even wash dishes well in 15 seconds, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to get the water hot. You got to put the soap on there. You got to scrub it down. You know what I'm saying? You might you might get a saucer. You, you definitely can't get a full plate in, six, in, in 15 seconds. You know what I'm saying? It makes sure. Right. Sense. You know what you I'm gotta, saying? You, you can't even. You, you can't chew bubble gum rack. in 15 seconds. You know I mean? Gus, you got to open the pack. I mean, then you got to take a piece out. Then you got to open the paper and take the actual gum out. You got to go throw the paper away. You got to fold the gum over, put it in your mouth, start chewing by the time the saliva hits the gum it's been 15 seconds and king mo if not been knocked more, out if not more if not more you know what i mean like we like we we would have to sit here and like like clock just how like it like usain bolt could run 200 meter dashes in the time <laughs> you know what i'm saying in the time it <laughs> took for king mo to get put on his ass you know what i mean and like and granted, this, this this is a fight game. You know what I mean? Things happen. You know what I mean? He, he went in there. I, I, I want to say it looked like he was going for a shot or going to avoid a punch, and he just kind of got caught right there on the button. It, it happens, but maybe it wouldn't have happened if you were worried about doing what you were supposed to be doing, King Mo. That's maybe right. He don't want that work. You, he don't want, want that work, you weren't worried about... If you weren't worried about what Shane Taylor, Big Money Shane, aka One Punch Shane, was doing, you know what I mean? Like, and Ryan Bader is all of, I mean, 5'10, 215, 220 pounds, which, you know, he's not a small dude. He's like half of Shane Taylor, guys. He's like half of you. (laughs) I mean, 6'2, 305. Actually, I cracked 300, 297 and a half. 297. King Mo, what do you think my punch is going to do? If Ryan yes. Bader's putting you on, on your ass with his left hand, what do you think is going to happen when I hit you with the right? You may not wake up. You may not. That may be it. It may be Bellator 200, the end of King Mo's career. You never know. You never know. And I hope I hope that ladies out there right now, whoever you at, at, at us, please add him. Hey, but he can't read it because he's still getting he's still recovering from the whole fifteen seconds. I don't know. Actually, most states have them concussion laws, and they don't they don't advise that you even use computers for so many days because it hurts to focus your brain. And I know right now it would hurt his brain to focus on Shane Taylor. So uh, you know what, Listen, Gus? That's like Gus, Martin Lawrence. Speaking that's of. Like Martin Lawrence. Hashtag run tell 
Speaking speaking of predicting people's doom and gloom in the futures, we did it twice last week, Gus. Because while we were talking about our boys, the Cavs, and, uh, we'll 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 talk uh, some more about that later. But while we was talking about that destruction of the Toronto Raptors, right here. On this show, I, I'm quoting myself. If I could, I'm gonna quote myself, and I'm gonna tell you what I said. What I said, what what had happened was, I said, Gus. By the time we get back here next week, I said, by the time we get back here next week to do the podcast, oh boy, Dwayne Casey may no longer be employed after he trotted himself out there and basically admitted that. We ain't even gonna try to beat LeBron. Like we're just we're just one of those teams waiting for LeBron to kind of stop being great or whatever. I said, Gus, by the time uh-huh. we come back next week, that man's fate is sealed, and he did not make it. He became one of only a, what a couple, and I think Mike Brown was one of them uh, here in Cleveland yeah. to be coach of the year. And be fired at the same time. He got every vote. Brad Stevens, who has beaten the Cavs twice right. now in this playoffs, whereas uh, Casey went 0 for 4, uh, he got no oh. votes. And your boy Casey was the unanimous coach of the year, fired a few days later. Kind of like how Steph Curry was the unanimous MVP when they lost to the Cavs in the finals. Right. I mean, but it, it is one of those things like Dwayne Casey is just, he was caught. In a, he was caught between a rock and a hard place. Like he, not only did he get swept for like the third season in a, in a row to to the Cavs when they oh, were the number man. one seed, but the Toronto's front office like they're stuck because they're not getting rid of of their boy of their star player. You know what I mean? DeRozan. They're not getting rid of your boy. And it didn't help when Dwayne Casey basically said what a lot of people are are thinking, but he just had the misfortune of actually saying that, look, there's nothing we can do with him right now. Maybe when he loses a step, hopefully we'll be in position to capitalize. And that's not what you want to hear as a as a GM. That's not what you want to hear as an owner. It's not what you want to hear as a player. You know, like – they want to hear, hey, we, you know, we just ran into some bad, bad luck, but we're going to come back strong next, next season. Yes, it's all, you know, it's all the same thing, the same song, song and dance, but that is much better to hear the same old cliches than to hear, look, he's just the man right now. And when he stops being the man, hopefully the other teams aren't further along and, we can take advantage of him not being the man anymore. You know, kind of like when Jordan was in the league and they were like, look, well, if Jordan, I was just about to say, and this was on, bro, this this is kind of like what they were like, it's like what, it's like what Jordan did to the Cavs, man. Lenny Wilkins, uh, he took Lenny Wilkins out. He took Mike Fratello out. I mean, he ran through some coaches. Same thing there. He took Sam Mitchell out back in the early part of his mm-hmm. career, helped contribute to Dwayne Casey and whatever coach steps up next. If LeBron stays in the East, he'll probably run them cats out of a job too. You know what I mean? It, it, it's the, the only guy that's probably going to be Vince right Carter. Now, is, is, is Vince season. Carter going to come home and be the player coach? Like Jackie Moon, or who's going to be the listen, new coach? No. Listen, what 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 he needs Jason to do? Jason Kidd. What Vince, Carter, what Vince Carter needs to do is he does need to go back home for real. Retire at the end of the season, like he said he was going to do. Ride off into the sunset, 
and continue to be Vinsanity wherever he goes in in any endeavor after this. But there's no need for him to go into coaching. There's no need for him to do any of that. Just be Vince Carter wherever he goes. That's all he's got to do. He needs no to coaching. go have a victory lap in Toronto for sure. He needs to end it where no. he started it. Yes, no, he does. He does not. Yes, he no, does. He anyways, no, he anyways Gus. We don't got to talk about that. We can talk about basketball later. I was just saying, man. That's two for two we were last week as we predicted both the knockout of Dwayne Casey and King Mo all at the same time. Thank you very much for coming and showing up. Using that deductive reasoning, your your boy J-Rock Holmes and Shane Stradamus out here predicting predicting the future. Who we putting down next, Gus? Who we putting down next? You better Ooh. watch out. You better watch out Ooh. if we mention you. If Ooh. we mention you, listen, listen, could, listen. That could be could be a wrap for you. But you know what? Since since we've got the good juju going on our way anyway, might as well use some of it to help the city. So I'll, I'll, I'm gonna put it on your boy Brad Stevens and, and and the Celtics. I feel like they had a great two games at home as they should have. Oh. They handled the Cavs at home as they should have. Now it's the Cavs' turn to represent at home to do what we do. Um, I think I, I honestly think for the Cavs, it's not about offense. For me, it's about defense, and they need to stop the Celtics and make it and turn this into a smash mouth, grind it out game instead of trying to compete athletically with that Celtics team because they're just they're. They're younger and they're faster, and they are uh, more scrappy than the Cavs these first two games. Gus, they're out there uh, as the Celtics, and I don't want to go crazy talking about this only because this show is going to be out there for like the next 11 days or whatnot, and this series will be over by the time we come back and do it again. So I don't want to totally date us, but in the early part of this series, it's been all Boston, and I think it's – because Boston has gotten to every single. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 50-50 ball. They've gotten to every loose ball. They've gotten to every rebound. The Cavs, in, the Cavs realistically should have walked away one for one because they got blown out the water in game one. I mean, the first quarter, the Cavs were down 20 points at the end of the first quarter, and it was a wrap from there. But in game two, the Cavaliers had a lead. They dominated the first half, but Boston wouldn't go away, and that was kind of troublesome. But in the second half, Boston came back as you knew they would. They chipped back at home, and the game swung big. Boston had the big double-digit lead. But 
About four and a half minutes to go in the game, Gus. The Cavs got it down to a two-possession game. They were down six points, and they had an opportunity, and it was just a quick series of a couple of plays. Cavaliers start settling for jump shots. They That's what they did in the whole second half. Uh, they started settling for jump shots. They had a couple of turnovers. And real quickly, uh, Boston turned that thing back up into a double-digit lead, and, and it was over there. But they lost their composure late. I mean, that was one of the things that you wouldn't expect because the Cavs are the team that has been there and done it. But this team isn't that team. Only five of these guys have been through these playoff wars for any of the last few seasons, and one of those just joined them last year in Kyle Korver. So, you know, it's not like – one of those teams where the core has gone through it all together. I mean, there's a small group, and I mean, really, it's Kevin Love and it's LeBron. But, um, you know, the Cavaliers really, I feel, gave away game two. But at the same time, it was because they were getting out-hustled and out-coached. And I hate to say that because I thought uh, Ty Lue, you know, he out-coached Dwayne Casey out of a job in the second round. But... You know, he's done that a couple weeks in a row. Here he's been outmatched early. But if the Cavs can match that hustle that Boston has, then they will, I believe, come out of the at least the home part of this series tied at two, which is what you should do in a seven-game series. You know, that's how most of them work out. Uh, although your boys, Houston, I, I, I'm not going to lie, Gus. After I saw game one, I thought Golden State was going to roll it. I said five, maybe at most, if Houston wins one at home, which they may. But they took one on the road, man. And now, how about that? Going into the, the second part of that one tied at one. I mean, that's – I knew Houston wasn't going to get swept. Uh, they've got too much. You see them all the time, but, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I don't believe in James Harden. And like I said – before, unfortunately, as much as I love Chris Paul as a player, I think he's destined to be one of those players that does not win a championship, as great as he is. Um, and I and I think that right right now, the way that they were playing was good for that game because they shot consistently. They're a very inconsistent shooting team, especially when things aren't going well early. So, I mean the fact that Golden State already took one in Houston is a bad sign. Um, and going into Oracle, we talked about that last time. You cannot you cannot let things go well in Oracle because if they hit two shots in a row and you miss or things aren't going exactly the way you want them to go, you're gonna get you're gonna you are gonna get ran out of that building. Um, so I I don't see it going more than six. Uh, and that's being generous, I feel like they're gonna go back to goal back to Golden State when the next two they're gonna be up three one and if they give them a mercy game and get it back to Oracle, maybe, but I think they honestly just finish it off in Houston. So by the time we come back, I believe both of these series will have ended. By the time you and I are mm-hmm. back at this again, we'll be either right on the verge of or at the beginning of the NBA Finals. Who's it going to be? I, I I think we're going to get another rematch, Gus. It's going to be Golden State versus Ooh. the Cavs four. Uh, I think that's where I think that's where we're headed. Uh, unfortunately, I don't see any chance of the Cavs beating Golden State in the in that sort of equation. Um, so I. I don't know, but I I think we get the four. I think we get the four, Pete Gus. 
Cavs got a lot of work to do, but I hope you're right about that, man. I, I do agree. Golden State's coming out, and I think whoever comes out of the East is not uh, is not going to fare too well in the NBA Finals. But we'll see about that. Uh, you know, real quick, I was going to talk. Okay, so see, you started talking about basketball all early, and I, I figured we'd throw that in at the end. I wanted to talk about some wrestling, and we had all kinds of stuff to get into. But since you're talking about sports and Cleveland, and you know, let's talk about awful, terrible ideas and train wrecks on television, man. Let's talk about the the decision, which is funny because I, I during my uh, time away from pro wrestling, I did sports radio here in Cleveland, as I may have mentioned before, and. I think if I'd done it in any other town, I may not have come back to pro wrestling. But boy, the the warm, safe, nurturing environment of Cleveland Sports Talk Radio didn't uh, sure helped push me back towards the loving arms of professional wrestling, Gus, because these cats haven't met a dumpster fire they can't pull up the popcorn for. Uh, they haven't okay. met a draft they ain't looking forward to. Draft days are Super Bowls for these cats. They plan parades when they lose every game of the season. It's incredible here and uh years ago the the rumor ever since jimmy haslam took over is that they he wanted hard knocks to come ever since he saw them do it with the cowboys he wanted hard knocks to come in and do cleveland could you imagine by the way if he had had his way i guess the you know the coaches had all vetoed it um, but you only get so many vetoes like HBO is able to give the NFL a list of like five teams every year. And you can only say no so many times before your turn comes up and you have to do it. But could you imagine if like the Johnny Manziel, all that stuff that happened with him showing up drunk to practices and all the different things that happened? Imagine if the HBO cameras were there. So I, I kind of think this could be interesting, man. But come on, man. Who thought it was a good idea to green light HBO? Uh, bring in the cat. These are the same people to put Oz on television. Like, like Browns fans haven't been bent over in prison for the last twenty years as it is. That and that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, like, this is like the Browns being on hard hard knocks is, is the equivalent <laughs> hard of hard knocks. City it should just listen. be about the fans. Hard knocks listen. is just watch fans listen. walk into the stadium every week. Right. <laughs> Right, singing spirituals, you know what I mean? Because they feel they're in for a rough day. Oh, Shep. Right. Oh, Shep. He right. coming home to save me. <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous. The Browns beyond hard knocks is the equivalent of the whole city just getting shanked. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. It's ridiculous. Like I mean, it's like, like one of those like commercials you used to hear for those Time Life albums of the old spirituals, you know, and they're just oh, no. wa- wading in the water all the way down exactly. to Cleveland Brown Stadium, bro. Absolutely, wading in the oh. water, like Gary, looking for a win. <laughs> I mean, if, if it's not bad enough that, that they embarrass the whole city on Sundays, you know what I mean? Oh, like now they got to do it's gonna be all for, over the place, for man. A worldwide audience, and ugh. I'm, I'm, I'm sick to my stomach, Gus. This is not a good look. Not a but good hey, look. But hey, at least they say it's a new day. They've said that a lot, man. But uh, I, it could be worse. Just think of some of the train wrecks of the last 20 years. At least uh, at least it's not one of those. This will be interesting, though, man. Josh Gore. By right. the way, I have to throw this out there. Like, it's just, you got HBO coming. There's going to be all of this attention. I love Josh Gordon. I'm all about second chances. I don't think weed is a big deal when it comes to the, the NFL and the NBA and all of that. But uh, Josh Gordon finally gets back. And the Browns go and draft themselves a wide receiver who's got himself 
uh, suspension issues in college for smoking weed, man. It just seems like the stories write themselves sometimes, man. You know, like, like exactly. Like if if your number one guy has had these problems, why? And why, they go why get him going... a protege. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, like how they drafted him a hallway to hang out with, man. <laughs> like not only are is neither of these guys going to be thinking right in the situation like that, but now. Your top two options are going to be gone because they're going to be partying together like idiots. Like, come on, man. Oh, like, I mean, what? I'm just saying, man. He went and got him. Josh Gordon's going to be this kid's sponsor, man. It'd be great, man. He could set him on the right path. And no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, Josh Gordon had some problems, and I'm, I'm not making light of that. It's just those are the kinds of things that you see sometimes, and you're just like, man, uh, how Cleveland is that? But, yeah, so Hard Knocks is coming in. The whole world gets to see the new rebirth of the Cleveland Browns for the 37th time in 37 years since they moved to Baltimore, man. Oh, man. I mean, like, that's – I guess I got – I'm telling you, Hard Knocks no is words. the Browns I, fans. I no Imagine words. if you just – Imagine if you just clipped, you know, we, you know, TV editing is great stuff. Imagine if you just took Browns games from the past 20 years since they came back and just had somebody, instead of picking out the highlights or the lowlights, just go through every game for 20 years and clip out, you know, that face when the Undertaker lost and that dude has got the, the t-shirt on and his hands on his face and they zoomed in on it yeah. or, or, or things like that. Imagine just. 20 years a montage you know you need a a browns football fan montage and you just get every sad close-up every uh, mouth agape every stunned silence yeah. crowd shot for 20 years and put them together every, with some, every grown uh, man every grown man in tears uh, apologizing to his son for putting him in this situation that's funny I mean, you like, said that because jerry's little jerry's first Browns game in person was as Brownsy as Browns could be, man. I'm not even kidding. I used to tell this story. I used to tell this story on the sports fix. It was, I want to say it was the San Diego Chargers, like, I don't know, six, six, seven years ago or something. Uh, if you go look it up, you can find it because it was a famous game. They lost in another, like, trademark Browns way. They came back at the end of the game, had a big, long touchdown drive. They were down six, and I believe that the Browns scored, and the extra point was blocked. Or so it it was the most. It was like an extra point. It was the most basic play. It, oh, that's it. They were down. They were down. Whatever. They were down seven. They scored a touchdown. And they go to tie it with no time on the clock, and they get the, they had trouble getting it in, and they end up getting the extra point blocked. Anyways, my son was up screaming, and he was jamming for the last five minutes, and yeah, and then all the Browns are driving, and it was great, right? And then the ball gets blocked, and it petters down, and the, the clock strikes zeros, and the stadium has the air just sucked out of it. And I, my son is just sitting there, like, stunned. And I look at him, and I go... This happens all the time, man. Like, just Let's get used that, to it, man. But that, it was that his. That's what we call the Cleveland baptism, Gus. That's, what that's we... it, man. His first game was as Cleveland as it gets, man. Like, it was a routine play at the end of the game to tie it or whatever the hell it was. 
And, or maybe it was for the win. I don't remember. Regardless, they lost because of it, and it was so it was pitiful. And I just remember Jerry looking at me, and I was like, "Hey, man, it's all good. We had fun, you know." And you're giving, you know, whatever. But and then there's that walk. Anybody who's ever gone to a Browns game for the past twenty two or however many years since they came back, you know the walk from the stadium back to all the parking lots, and it's like. Before the game, it's revelry, and there's people, and they're partying, and they're chanting, here we go, brownies, hoo-hoo, and all these crazy people making noise. It's fun. And then it's like it's like the Night of the Living Dead. It's like the Walking Dead in the parts where they're getting the heat on the people, and they're actually, zombies were actually attacking people. It's just like a bunch of quiet people. It's a herd of sadness. It just moves in packs from the stadium, and nobody's talking. Nobody heads are down. Everybody just kind of does the head down shuffle all the way back to their cars, man. Listen, it, it is the ultimate walk of shame. The you walk of I mean? shame, like, right? The walk listen, of sadness. It is. It is. It is that, hey, you know you really drank way too much the night before and you've got nothing but ridiculous messages on your phone about things that you've now figured out you've got to apologize for. And it is just that that entire way there, just realizing that this is the point you're at in your life right now, you know, and coming to grips with that. It's, it's a sad day, Gus. It's a sad day. And then, you know what, though? The the part that upset me most about last season what the, wasn't the fact that we lost all our games. No, like, no, that's not bad it, enough. It There's the more fact, besides the fact that we lost fact. every single game, every one and of the sixteen opportunities parade. that they gave and us. We, we lost. For what? Why? Why was there a parade to go zero and six? Because to go the zero and sixteen parade what? might be what? the what? worst thing ever. Oh my God! Like there's just they're inventing more and more ways to celebrate mediocrity, and I hate it. Why are we having a parade? Zero and sixteen. There should have been someone should have been fired. Someone should have been like. (laughs) Well, no, Gus. It wasn't like the team did it. It was a bunch of sarcastic fans that threw it. It wasn't the. But still, it was on ESPN, and I'm looking at it, going, "Man, this makes our city look so pathetic right here." Not like, not like Owen sixteen helped a whole lot in the not pathetic argument, but this is really going over the top. Really going over the top. They they were like, "Yo, if we can't celebrate a win. We'll we'll we'll, we'll celebrate something." Damn it! Like that is not that is not the move right there. If I was the, if I was the owners of the stadium and all that, I just had people rushed off the lot. Like, no, we're not doing this. We hey, like this is, this is bad enough. Hey guys, ridiculous. I What's wonder up? if King Mo had a fifteen second parade. No, there was no parade. Are you sure there wasn't no 15-second parade? Because Ryan Bader knocked your boy out in 15 (laughs) seconds. They were about to strike up the band, and then they were like, oh, I I guess we're just going home then. Uh, It's not going to be. It it was. Listen, hey, shout out. Those those dudes that follow me on Twitter that are with that Browns group that put on the 0-16 parade. Y'all hook up. With King Mo's people, it's at Bellator MMA, uh, at King Mo FH, and y'all should put together the 15-second parade. We're going to put together a break. Gus and Gus, eating the world and its money. Unlike King Mo, we will be back 
in more than 15 seconds. And we're talking some wrestling when we come back, including Gus. I got to tell you, I've been on the road for 20 years. And I I had a... uh, Anyways, I'll tell you about it when we come back. All kinds of stuff still to go. Don't go anywhere. Gus and Gus, eat the world and it's money. We'll be right back, Daddy. Your choice for intelligent talk. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Uh, intelligent talk. That uh, was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. These guys must be on the wrong station. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get them away. Hey, boo. Boo. Goss and Goss eat the world, and it's money. We'll be right back. Big Gus and I realized that while we may talk about... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No details. Social issues and politics and sports and so many different things. Many of you are wrestling fans and considering this is a wrestling podcast, no better place than to tell you about our good friends at Bob's Wrestling and Toys. Action figures ranging from the stars of today to the legends of yesterday along with a who's who and a what's what of wrestling must-haves from masks to posters collectibles to novelties bob's wrestling and toys has it all visit them today on facebook at bob's wrestling and toys or on twitter at b wrestling toys and get the direct links to their ebay store whatever you spend 10 percent of it coming right back to you thanks to bob's wrestling and toys just put the promo code gus in the comments on your checkout let them know you heard it here use the promo code gus in the comments get 10 percent cash back and get everything wrestling fans could dream of and so much more at bob's wrestling and toys stay in touch with gus and gus on twitter and instagram 24 7 at shane 216 taylor at j rock daddy that's j-r-o-c-c daddy on instagram and twitter Independent wrestling is the lifeblood of our sport. Every week, some of the best talent in the world present the art of professional wrestling all across the planet. Here's a listing of some of the events you can catch Gus and Gus and so many other amazing wrestlers in the coming weeks. Pack up the family, grab some friends, and head on out to one of these spectacular cards, including... May 19th, RWA comes to West Newton, Pennsylvania at the West Newton Gym for No Retreat 18. J-Rock will be in action. Shane Taylor and Ring of Honor storm through the UK on the Honor United Tour, May 24th in Edinburgh, May 26th in London, and May 27th in Doncaster. Shane will face Scorpio Sky in Edinburgh and Toru Yano in London. 
Shane and J-Rock will also appear for ROH in New York City at NYC Excellence at the Hammerstein Ballroom on June 2nd. IWC's Super Indy 17 tournament comes your way Saturday, June 9th at Court Time Sports Center in Elizabeth, PA. Shane Taylor will face Jack Pollock from Team Storm. Go to IWCWrestling.com for more information. J-Rock and RWA are back in West Newton on June 9th. Go to RWALive.com for news on both West Newton shows. Shane and J-Rock will be part of Ring of Honor's Texas Tour June 15th in San Antonio and June 16th in Dallas. And finally, J-Rock will be in action on June 23rd in Fremont, Ohio for live pro wrestling at Fight for Fremont 2. Get all the information on Facebook at Live Pro Wrestling Entertainment. And now, let's get back to Gus and Gus Eat the World and its money. Indeed, it's funky, and indeed, we are back. Gus and Gus, eat the world and its money, or something like that. Podcast daddy, J-Rock daddy over here. Big Shane Taylor over there. Gus back with me here as we get back into it. How you feeling over there, baby? Always feeling good. Always feeling good, Gus. That's right. If you're feeling good, you want to talk to Big Shane, you want to talk to J-Rock daddy, hit us up. Twitter, Instagram, at Shane216, the number 216, Shane216. 216 Taylor at J Rock Daddy, J R O C C. Again, Shane 216 Taylor 216 in number form at J Rock Daddy, J R O C C. And on Facebook, you can find us there as well. Make sure you check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com and get some swag over there. Shane Taylor's got all kinds of Ring of Honor doohickeys and all that. I've got some J Rock stuff, a new shirt dropping in the next few weeks, but. Shane, man, speaking of dropping, the last few weeks of Ring of Honor TV, as we were talking about a few weeks ago, people have gotten to see a lot of bodies dropping, as the old song said, hitting the floor. Uh, the Shane Taylor worldwide tour of destruction, or whatever you want to call it, continues. I know you're getting ready to head to the UK, but man, War of the Worlds was pretty fun last week as well. That was my first one. I'm not going to lie, man, like... It, there's some stuff, and I've I've said this to people off the air. I'll say this on the air. I don't care. Like, uh, you know, 20 years I've been doing this. I've been blessed to be in the wrestling business, and there's still uh, all kinds of things that I'm coming across for the first time, and that was one of them, being around the uh, New Japan talent, including Jushin Liger. He's somebody who I've literally watched in the ring since I was a little kid, and I got to be in a locker room with him and meet him, talk to him, all of that stuff. It's surreal when you look around and you see, you know, the stuff. Even after that long to do stuff, I am not afraid to admit how cool that is to me. Oh, that's it, it's incredible. Uh, and, and I think those are the moments that we appreciate more than any more than anybody because it takes us back <sighs> to being that little that little kid again and and experiencing once once again why we fell in love with this great art form um, and this great sport so you know I'm right there with you when it comes to uh, having guys like that in the La Ukaruma, that was the same way that I felt uh, when I met Stan Hansen a few years ago uh, when, when we were down there for, for that tournament uh, oh yeah right absolutely I was about to say hey I met. I met him too yeah. we were together that's right 
Exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, I gotten to meet the Undertaker and all guy and all kind of guys that you that you meet just like Liger and go, Oh yeah, like like this is this is really cool. You know what I mean? Um and yeah, it it was awesome to have you there for the World of the Worlds. Uh that was my second one now with R with ROH and so uh really glad uh to have you be a part of that. Um looking forward to doing it again next year. Hopefully I'm on all four events next year. That's the goal. Um and uh what an incredible series of shows though for the whole company. Yeah, it was. I mean, so many incredible matches and just all kinds of stuff, man. It was a lot of a lot of really cool stuff. If you weren't there, of course, it's out there on Honor Club, and uh, which is a heck of a thing, by the way. We've talked about it here on the show, uh, a heck of a video on demand service. But all of these shows are out there, uh, pretty cool, and uh, also kind of cool. Uh, you know, I guess I can say this here now because it's it's out there. But uh, not only. Am I kind of settling into the regular gig of not just wrestling here and there and doing my thing in Ring of Honor, but kind of a jack-of-all-trades for those guys? Uh, now the regular uh, weekly host with ugh, Joe Dombrowski, of all people, from mm. Pittsburgh. But uh, yeah, right? Like, the, the, talk about a fart in church, you know. But, anyways, old uh, Joseph, old Joseph, hey, there's nobody I won't bury. I don't care if we're on the air, man. If, it's, if it is what it is and Joe Dombrowski is. Joe Dombrowski. But anyways, uh, Joe Dombrowski gets to sit alongside me as I ride him to greatness every week. We are the hosts of the Future of Honor segments and coming up, I'm not sure when the first one airs. It'll be sometime in the next two or three weeks, but also now the host of the Women of Honor segments, which is pretty cool. A nice little uh, bump up. And so there's some more opportunities to see yours truly and that other guy on some Ring of Honor television going forward. Cannot wait, Gus, to get to New York City. I was just telling you off the air, first time stuff for me as well. Hammerstein, never been there. You, never been to the UK. That's what's next, which by the way, Quickly, before I forget about it, uh, this podcast, again, I mentioned it earlier, uh, we won't do one next week because Big Shane Teasy is going to be over the pond in the UK for his very first time as he heads over uh, with the crew from Ring of Honor for the Honor United Tour. How excited are you for that, Gus? I mean, it's it's absolutely incredible. You know, one, one of my goals, you know, when when we sat down almost 11 years ago now, uh, for things, and we wrote out that goal list of things that I wanted to do. Uh, going overseas was one of those goals, and uh, and, and in the next week or so here, I'll be able to check that off the list. Um, first, first matchup for me in Edinburgh, Scotland, is uh, me against uh, who many people call the best in Scorpio, in Scorpio Sky. Um, yes, that's going to be Scorpio great. for for a lot of for a lot of people that don't know who he is has been doing this for a very very long, long time and it's absolutely one of the best in the world. Uh, was just named a few months months ago as one of the trainers as along with uh, Shibata, uh, one of the new trainers of the uh, New Japan LA Dojo. The U yeah uh, the so, US Dojo heck yeah yeah so so he's out there. Do, doing great, great things. A member of SoCal Uncensored, former uh, six-man tag tag champs with uh, Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. So it's gonna be a big test, but uh, I'm not worried about Scorpio Sky. I'm more worried about you know the other guys that I just mentioned being at ringside and putting their noses in my business. But 
Uh, I'm going to make sure that Scorpio Sky understands that he's not the best, that he's in there with the man. Uh, he's in there with the king of the KO, Shane Taylor. Uh, and then uh, this was just announced today as well. Uh, on the tw- on the tw- on the twenty seventh, when we go to London, uh, it-, it will be myself versus the former IWGP Tag Team Champion, the former Never Openweight Champion, and the former Six Man uh, Never Open Tag Team Champion himself, the uh, number one producer in New Japan Pro Wrestling, Toru Yano. Uh, now, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people get confused, and a lot of people you know, overlook Yano because of his antics and the things that he does and uh, his, uh, you know, all all of his little, you know, things that he likes to do. But you can't take a guy, you can't look at a guy lightly when he has those accolades. Like, they don't just, like, you don't just become a champion in New Japan pro wrestling without being right. very, You don't just very pour it out of a bottle, you know? Exactly. So, uh, if if Yano or if anybody else thinks that he's not going to get my full undivided attention, uh, then then they're then they're just as crazy as he is. Um, and you know what, Gus? Um, as you talked about that real quick, I just wanted to tell you because you you brushed past it to the second one, man. Like I'm looking at, and, and again, uh, so many great matches on that tour. But I was looking at, at some of the ones they've had announced, and there's some real unique stuff, which is kind of cool about the overseas aspect, mixing and matching. I really think. I'm looking forward to you and Scorp. I think Scorpio Sky uh, and yourself is such a clash of styles. And as well, uh, that's another guy that's uh, definitely on the uh, rule breaker side of the ledger, a little bit rougher and tougher. So I always love to see you get in there and mix it up with those guys. So I'm kind of looking forward to that one myself. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I have every intention, as I'm sure Sky does as well, of going out and using that match as as a statement, not only to ROH officials, but to new Japan officials as well. And any promoters uh, or promotions in the UK that happen to come along for the tour and then, and, and scout talent, uh, you know, when they've got some of the best in the world, when you look at places like rev pro uh, or IPW UK, I uh, progress all, all of the places there that, you know, have, produce such stars as Will Ospreay or Marty Skrull or Zack Sabre. Um, all these guys, you know, have, have, have been a part of these great plays to work. And after me and Scorp go out there and tear the house down in Edinburgh, Scotland, um, I look forward to... Burn it to the ground! <laughs> I look forward to more trips over to the UK um, to hone my skills and, 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 and to show the world that Shane Taylor's not just a star in the U.S., but I'm a global star as well. While we're putting over Shane Taylor as a global star, let's go back. I mean, we passed right through War of the Worlds, you and Evil. I mentioned last time I was looking forward to it. Lots of people were. You were all hyped through the roof for it, man. I think it lived up to it. You two, man, just what a physical match, man. And I think that was the opener. I watched it and said, man, when that's the opener, you know it's going to be one of them nights, Gus. And uh, that was a hell of a match y'all had out there. Oh, thank you, man. You know, I've I've received... Not not only from yourself, but from a lot of people who saw it. A lot of praise for that match. Obviously, if if you saw it live, 
they, they, then, you know, your boy Shane didn't pick up a W, but, uh, there's no shame in that way. Utah talk about a guy like evil. Once again, one of the biggest stars in the world. Um, Los Ingernobles de Japan. Is that how you say it? Right. All that. No, no, yeah, that's, that's right. Person. Los, Los Ingernobles de Japan. You gotta, yes. you gotta roll the R's, Scott. You gotta roll your R's. You gotta roll them. But I mean, uh, you know, shout, shout out to Evil. And I mean, he, uh, he, he did exactly what he came there to do. Uh, I, I've never been hit that hard with a chair. Uh, so that, that oh, kind of yeah, that shot, like man. Uh, but. Yeah, that's, that's the best part was the I next day. Was... The next day, Gus comes up to me a little behind the scenes. The next day, we're talking yeah. back in Chicago, getting ready. And he's like, Gus, all day today. I've been like, damn, I don't know why my arm hurts, man. I didn't really do anything to my arm last night. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, he hit me with a chair. That's right. Yeah, he, he threw a chair in my face. So that's why it yeah. hurts. Yeah, I was that trying not to get it. my face knocked off. Like that explains it. That explains it all. You know, um, conversations so, and, that normal and, and people fact, don't have, by the way, that are completely I, I normal just, to us. I, I was just getting ready to say the fact that I can make that sentence when talking about <laughs> my when talk when talking about my occupation. Like you can't just work at Staples and say that sentence. Like you know what I mean? Like, right, right. I mean, I'm telling you, I did it again on the way home. It was four thirty in the morning. I got everybody trying to sleep, and I'm like whatever i'm the iron man driving it all the way back from chicago and i'm like where else would you rather be what else would you have rather done but this this weekend all of this that we did you know going uh whatever it was it was great stuff great times and yes what other job would you rather do where it's completely normal to go man i don't oh that's right i got hit with a chair never mind now i remember what it was oh so speaking of stories by the way of things that don't normally happen to people so uh, while I was up that way, I had to go pick up some some merchandise that a guy was making for me. So, um, just so happened that it was relatively close to where we were in Michigan. So I was supposed to meet up with him on Saturday. Saturday got super busy, and and he had a show somewhere else as well. So now it's Sunday morning, and I really don't want to have to pay for shipping and have this stuff sent back. I'm like, man, I'm like right here by you. I'm leaving at eleven o'clock, man. We got to get to Chicago. Blah blah blah. Hey, meet me here. Okay, cool, man. I got a couple hours, so boom. I get up early. I head out. I'm like, cool, I'm going to go take care of this real quick. I'll get some coffee. I'll go back. As I'm walking through the lobby, I walk past Nick Lendl, the ring announcer, um, live event announcer for Ring of Honor, who was traveling with me for the weekend along with uh, Joe Dombrowski. And uh, anyways, so... Lendl's in the hallway and he's chatting on the phone and I hear him say, you know, whatever, happy Mother's Day. He's probably, you know, kissing up to his woman or whatever, his mom, I don't know, putting somebody over on the phone. And uh, I'm like, hey, man, you want to go for a ride with me, man? Go get some coffee? He's like, yeah, sure, man, I'll tag along. So Lendl comes with me and my phone was uh, in need of charging. So I had my phone charged up and my phone doesn't. It doesn't like to work uh, well when it's, you know, doing multiple things. And the GPS is wonky. So I'm like, hey, Lendl, you're not doing anything. Uh, when we get done, we're getting ready to head back. I'm like, hey, punch in the hotel and uh, just let me know 
you know, where to turn and all that stuff, man. You know, stuff that the normal wingman does. That's what the wingman does, right? Lendl, by the way, by the end of the weekend, even before this story, was the official worst wingman I'd ever taken on a road trip anywhere. I can't tell you how many times we... His his GPS was notorious for waiting until you get right past the exit, right past the turn, right to the no return point of the zone, and then saying, turn right. I'm like, oh, yeah, right past the friggin' part that I just passed, right? Let me guess, man, you know? It got to the point where I would just turn to the kid and go, hey, which exit am I going to miss next? You know, and then sometimes I would be able to jump out ahead of it. You know, at least he was staying awake because them other some bitches was all passing out all the way. Anyway, Joe Dombrowski is about as worthless on the road trip as he is on commentary. I'm just telling you, man. Anyways, uh, so we're rolling and uh, I'm talking to Lendl and blah, blah, blah. He's telling me the story of his life and all this other stuff that I could have cared less about. But I was trying to be a nice, polite guy in the car. So I'm like. Yeah, uh uh-huh, cool, wife, kids, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding about that part. Nick's a nice guy, and we were having some fun. We were talking about wrestling, and you know how I get Gus. I start telling stories. and So anyways, we're following your boy's directions, right? A turn left here, turn right there, you know? We're getting along great with the GPS. Here we come, whatever it was. What was it, Springwood Suites or whatever, whatever the place was. I can't even remember, but pull into it, right? And my phone's blinking. Silas, our boy Silas Young is calling me and he's like, J-Rock, where you at, man? And I'm like, oh, man, I actually just got back. He's like, well, hey, man, we're, we're getting ready to leave. Why don't you come up here for a minute? Make sure you got your stuff out of the room and and uh, we're having some coffee out here on the balcony or whatever. I'm like, cool. I'll be up 15 seconds, man. I'm getting out of the car right now. Now, the night before, as you may remember, Gus, the, the storm right. took out the power in the hotel because it was pouring rain. And it actually flooded the parking lot of the hotel we were in. I mean, it was deep. It was, there was parts where it was knee deep. I'm telling you, man. And, uh, so anyways, so that was very noticeable when you pulled in and out of the parking lot was the amount of water. Now, as I'm hanging up the phone with Silas, I'm like, be right up there, man. 15 seconds. And I look around and there's like small puddles around and I go, Lendl. Man, what do they got, like, one of those big, good drainage systems or something, man? They must be used to the floods around here because, look at this, uh, water's gone, man. It was here when we left a little bit ago, man. And uh, and I start looking around, and I'm like, and speaking of, where are the other five hotels that were around our hotel when we pulled in here yesterday? And I look and I go, bro, are we at the wrong hotel? He pulls up his phone. He's like, look, man, this is the one that it said when you put the city that we were in. I said, bro, we're at the wrong hotel. We are at uh, no. the wrong hotel. So anyways, as we get it turned around, we're 15 minutes away now, by the way, from the right hotel, oh, man. No. By the time Silas and I gets back up, he goes, bro, I thought you were coming right up. I said, dude. I was getting out of the wrong lobby and into the wrong elevator when I realized that we were at the wrong damn hotel, man. So, no, um, bro, your boy got, and so Dombrowski, he texts while I'm driving back. He's like, Hey, I'm just waiting for Lendl and then we'll be ready to leave. And I hear Lendl's phone go off next to me and it's Joe texting him at the same time. And Joe's like, Hey, where you at? I'm ready to go. J rock's ready. And he goes, Oh, I, I went to the wrong hotel. And Joe's response was just like, and dot, 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 how exactly did that happen? Because he didn't even know that he had left. And Lendl's like, so I'm at the wrong hotel. But anyways, this doofus took us to the wrong hotel. 
And anyways, long story short, we ended up getting back and everything was all good. But yeah, this dude literally took us and I'm just talking. I don't know what the hell. I'm not from Chicago, man, or Detroit or wherever the hell we Romulus, Michigan, wherever we were at, man. Never have I had somebody take us to the wrong hotel before. I'm getting out, going to visit people. Good thing I didn't go up to room 257, man. I mean, hey, you might have had a surprise there waiting for you. You know what I mean? Like, you never know what, you never know what kind of thing. You never know what might have happened, man. I mean, hey, I mean, it could be one of those situations in like low down dirty shame when she was cleaning the rooms, like the opening <laughs> one. Housekeeping. You know Housekeeping. <laughs> Housekeeping. Well, you know what I mean? Like one of them situations. You know what I mean? Oh, you never gosh, know. the things. You never know. The things that happen on the road. By the way, I'm kind of proud of myself because, you know, again, Gus ain't afraid to drop names. I try not to, but I kind of have to for this story to make sense. Uh, anybody who knows Silas Young or follows him on social media and sees his general direction towards the world you know how proud i am of the fact that jonathan gresham here goes another name pointed out to me how impressive it was that over the course of this weekend not once but twice did i say something that made silas young of all people go damn and just act like he heard something he couldn't believe he just heard. This is coming from somebody who says some gems, man. But, yes, I was able to do that not once but twice in the same weekend. So I felt very accomplished. There you go. I mean, then the, the, I guess your, your man card is safe for this week, Gus. Oh, my was, man card good. is always Listen. safe. Unlike yeah, King Mo, if you don't take it, I you know what? We don't even need to take it because Ryan Bader already took it in 15 seconds. Listen, he he took it, revoked <laughs> it. Yeah, you know I mean, he punched it. You know, he I mean? rolled it up know. and took it to a state where weed was legal and smoked it, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> boy, like I don't even like. I almost feel bad that you know that we had that we had to let him know like that, you know. But had he listened, people are hard headed, Gus. And again, by I the mean, way, to you tattletale peoples out there, please. Tag your boy at King Mo FH, whatever it is. We tag him and say, these cats spent the whole podcast, episode nine, clowning King Mo. Tell him, please. And tell him he can come find us in New York. He can come find us in Baltimore. He can come find us in Cleveland anytime. 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 Because your boys out here hit harder than Ryan Bader, so he don't want that smoke, I promise you. I don't want none, Gus. We know this, man. Listen. All right, so whose man card you taking, man? You can't take King Moe's. He don't have one anymore. I think, Gus, I hate hate to kick a man while he's down, Gus. I I hate to do it, but. Kick him like a dog. But to your boy, Dwayne Casey, former head coach of the Toronto Raptors, I need you to pass your man card up to the front of the class because we'd like to have a word with you. Oh. In what, in what, in what realm? When you're dealing with professional sports guys, you're talking about a bunch of alpha males, like you. And obviously, in women's sports, you're dealing with a bunch of alpha females as well. I, I don't know if that's really a term, but it, but you know what I mean. You're dealing with the best of the best. You're dealing with, you know, the biggest egos, the most pride, you know, the most talent. And for you to be the leader of a team of people like that, to say 
that you can't beat another player in the league until they lose a step. You can't say shows that, man. You le- can't do shows that. A level, shows a level of ineptitude that I have never, or well, not never, but rarely see from those positions. Yes, it is cliche to say the things that you have to say. Yes, we've all heard it a million times. Yes, we've heard the it'll be our year next year speeches and, and spiels. Yes, we've <laughs> all heard that. Yes, they're lame. But trust the process, all that. Trust the process. We have to hear that to make ourselves feel better. But you cannot go out. And even though it was some real shit, you cannot go out there and say, Look, basically, we can't beat this man right now. We're just gonna. Have to <laughs> well, we get so. ready. We're getting ready for when he's like not so good. We're gonna be right there, and we think here's how he said it too. He didn't even say like he wasn't even with conviction that it would be them. He was like, and we don't see any reason why when that day comes, we can't be one of the teams that slides right into that spot. Like he didn't even want to take ownership of second best. He was like, well, we'll be right there in the conversation. You know, like. Kind of, right. maybe, you know. Right. It was I mean, pitiful, Gus. Pitiful. That's assuming that Boston goes downhill, or which I don't think they will, or that the, or that Philly is going to go downhill, but they're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? So they're they're looking to hopefully be third or fourth best. You know what I mean? Come come 2022, 2023 around there. But yeah, you can't do that. So for Dwayne Casey. For the Toronto Rap- for the Toronto Raptors, for the entire city of Toronto, for Drake, uh, you you can go ahead and pass that man card up to the front of the class. I don't even think he's got it anymore. I think he left it on his desk with his with his coaching pass and and his keys and his parking spot and the company car. Man, he left all that stuff. He did not pass go. He did not collect well. No, he's going to collect a whole lot of money. You can't even feel bad about making fun of a fired guy in a sport like that because he's going to get paid for years off of that. Mike Brown right now is getting paid from like three different NBA teams all at the same time while he's the assistant coach of the Golden State Warriors all at the same time. Look, and and why why does no one ever talk about like Coaches being like traders or anything like that. Your your boy goes was coaching Cleveland, then goes to coach Golden State, and just flew right underneath the radar. Just well, he didn't have any choice. Come on, away. man. I mean, it's, it's not like he had any choice. Life. He tried to coach Cleveland twice. Mike Brown was collecting not one but two checks from the Cleveland Cavaliers while not coaching them. He was still getting paid from the first coaching job they fired him for. And then the second one, it, it wasn't. It wasn't until last year that the Cavs stopped owing Mike Brown's ass money. Mm. Isn't I mean, that crazy? And, Is and that not know, crazy, man? We, listen, we know the majority of his check goes to them dental bills, bro, because he's got more teeth than anybody <laughs> ever seen. I swear to God, I don't like to kick a man while he's down either. He's not he's not down. He's got a lot of money to make up for. But he used to do the interview. I used to think like when he would talk, he's got this weird uh, nervous reflex where he like it's almost like that moment where the dentist has the suction thing in your mouth and it sucks all the water out all at the same time. He does that like as a natural thing. And 
it just anyways. But you, he's got a lot of money um, and a beautiful family and a great life, and life is good if you're Mike Brown. But I laughed. I remember when the Cavs rehired him. That's when I was doing all my sports radio stuff. And wow. the funniest line was when the Cavs admitted at the press conference that technically he had never stopped being paid by the organization the whole time that he had been gone because they still right. owed him money, you know? So, anyways, Mike, well, they all live in Grand, so we can't Mike feel Brown's bad. Teeth, no, his teeth are so big, his lips have never been introduced, bro. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Why are you cutting on Mike Brown, man? Come on. What did he do? You acting like he's King Mo just because he looks like King Mo after he got punched in the mouth. Listen, the comparisons are real. The comparisons are real. You know what I mean? And I'm sure if Mike Brown fought Ryan Bader, he would last. He might oh. last longer than 15 seconds. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He might. He might Gus, I'm pretty sure if Gilbert fought Ryan Bader, he could last longer than 15 seconds, man. I'm saying. It's crazy out here. Crazy out here. It's but, crazy in the streets. We're just out here trying to keep uh, it 100. Speaking of, real quick, you can see Shane Taylor if you're in the U.K., which we have some overseas listeners in that part of the world. So Shane's going to be over there with the uh, U.K. Honor United Tour coming up for Ring of Honor here uh, in the next few days. This weekend, I will be in West Newton, Pennsylvania, if you're listening in the early few days of this drop here. I will be in West Newton on the 19th for RWA. And speaking of West Newton, Gus, we'll talk more about it next time you're back. But June 9th, you and I are both in Pittsburgh at the same time, opposite sides of town. You're there for IWC Super Indy in Elizabeth, and I will be there for RWA in West Newton. So that'll be uh, quite an interesting night there. We'll talk more about that when you get back from overseas. Anything else before you head out and hop over the pond? Listen, want to just thank y'all again. Want to give a big shout out. Shout out to all the boys that uh, listen to the show uh, and give us which, by the way, Gus, real quick, is that not humbling or what? Like, and I'm not. uh, We don't need to drop names, although they they seem to like when we do. But uh, it's nuts when one guy after another pulls you aside and either says the "Hey man, I love the podcast" or "Hey, I just listened to it," or they tell you a joke that you were telling on the show. It's kind of cool. Um, again, we just do this. We don't, you know, we don't do it for anybody in particular. We just do it. So it's pretty cool that not only fans out there, man, but our peers, you know, seem to enjoy it. And it's, it's a lot of fun, man. So but that's pretty cool. You know, Gus? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we can't thank y'all enough. And to any of the fans that have been messaging me over Twitter, over instant messenger about the honor united tour and coming over to the uk shout out to my man gary ward um your boy (laughs) it's about to happen it's about to happen and i'm gonna make sure uh that i leave a lasting lasting impression on the uk um so that this will not be my only time being there what are you gonna do when you go over there gus you're gonna keep it 100 and of course you're gonna do what I'm going to keep it beautiful, baby. Go keep it beautiful. So are we right here. We'll be back. Not next week. We'll be back two weeks from now. Until then, spread the word. Share the love. Tell somebody else to listen to this. And we will be back in two weeks as Gus and Gus eat the world and its money. (laughs) 
Gus and Gus Eat the World and Its Money. As always, brought to you by our good friends at ProWrestlingTees.com, where you can get some of the great designs from yours truly, J-Rock Daddy, and the big homie Shane Taylor. Whether you want to get the One Punch Shane Knockouts for Everyone t-shirt that's so popular right now, or many of Big Shane Teasy's designs, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shane Taylor. And of course, yours truly has the Give It Up One Time t-shirt. Several popular logos on there mixed in with the Big Daddy of Destruction flavor. All of that and more at ProWrestlingTees.com slash J-Rock, J-R-O-C-C. So whether it's Big Shane Taylor or the Big Daddy of Destruction, go to ProWrestlingTees.com and pick up one of our shirts or one of the many great shirts they've got there. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shane Taylor. ProWrestlingTees.com slash J-Rock. Give it up one time and thank you for supporting the Gus and Gus Eat the World and It's Money Podcast Daddy. Stay in touch with Gus and Gus on Twitter and Instagram 24-7 at Shane216 Taylor at J-Rock Daddy. That's J-R-O-C-C Daddy on Instagram and Twitter.